0: In the age of Instagram and social sharing, brick-and-mortar businesses offer a unique advantage that even the biggest and best online platforms can't compete with. On Brick and Mortar Reborn, we talk with business owners and industry experts about what they're seeing work best for brick-and-mortar businesses who aren't just competing with their online counterparts, but thriving in spite of all the options that customers now have. We'll share exactly what you can do to set yourself up for success with an experience that wows your customers and keeps them coming back for more. And now our host, Bobby Maramat. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Brick and Mortar Reborn. Today, I have the pleasure to speak to Ms. Kelly Cook, EVP Chief Marketing IT Officer at David's Bridal. Kelly, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's so glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for being here so close to the holidays. With all the craziness, of course, in retail, all good craziness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woo! You said it. That is for sure.
0: <laughs> well, before we get started, why don't we learn a little bit about you, if you don't mind, and then we'll we'll uh, learn a little bit about David's bridal, and then we'll get started.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, my name is Kelly Cook. I'm a super nerd, which means I have marketing and IT, which there's very few of us out there, but go see MIOs if you're out there with me. I'm a mom of five, including triplets. Yes, I had a litter. If you have more than two, you have a litter. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've been married for 28 years, and my husband fell in love with me when he asked me to bring him a screwdriver, and I said, flathead Phillips or vodka? What's your pick? (laughs) (laughs) So that that's a little bit about me. Born and raised Texan, which you probably see, you know, can hear by my accent. Uh, but loving the the love business, which is what we're in at David's.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a great business. Um, what, tell us tell us a little bit about David's Bridal.
1: So David's Bridal is one of the biggest retailers in the United States, serving our category. One out of every three bridal gowns in this country are sold by David's Bridal. We offer cross categories, anything, a a young woman or or, um, a man, anybody that would like to make the world their runway, that's David's Bridal. So we exist for magical moments. And we have a customer obsessed culture, and we underpin that culture with the notion of you are either serving her or serving someone who is
0: I love it I love it what what initially brought you to David's Bridal
1: Oh my gosh that's such an awesome question I remember when they called me early on and I the recruiter called me early on in 19 or 2019 and said hey you know would you be interested in talking to David's Bridal and I remember telling them no because They've been, you know, there's been a lot of craziness over at David's Bridal for about five years because the recruiters kept calling me about David's Bridal like five years in a row. And so a few months later, she called me back and she said, I know you said you didn't want to talk to David's Bridal, but they've just got a new CEO and I have a feeling you're going to love him. This recruiter is a good friend of mine. She knows me very well. So I met Jim and I immediately hit it off with Jim, and he I felt like that we were completely aligned around what digital transformation really means. you know it's not putting an iPad in a store and expecting that to be you know the checkbox for digital transformation. it's really sort of engaging with the consumer the way she lives her life and being there where we need to be digitally and any other sort of innovation innovative solution. The second thing I asked Jim was you know, tell me about your board and tell me about the people that run stores because it doesn't matter how good digital is. If we deliver a bad experience in our store, that customer's not coming back no matter how much money I spend in marketing, you know, as you get it. And then the board is just, we're so fortunate to have just an outstanding board here that really believes in our drive to transform the company. And we've been transforming nonstop since since Jim got here.
0: That's awesome, and and when you say transforming, is it really creating more of a you know omni channel experience, or like what what does transforming mean to you?
1: Yeah, it's funny because you know there's there are a lot of I mean you could definitely play buzzword bingo sometimes when you're you know listening to people, but you know it's it's really about pulling back and looking at every single way we serve her and figuring out better ways to do that given the the way she lives her life today. And that, you know, that, that could mean, you know, merging bricks and clicks, you know, and bringing that together. Uh, But we really just stopped doing a lot of stupid stuff we were doing, you know, prior leadership had split. They had a CMO running all of marketing and they had a a cheap digital officer running the website And just having those two people separate, not joined together from a strategy perspective, you know, our business, it doesn't matter that, you know, 42 or 48% of global retail is online now. It is 7% for bridal, Bobby. Like she is not buying a bridal gown online. She wants to come in and make sure it fits and try it all on. She's bringing in her mom and all of her bridesmaids. They're going to boozy brunch before. You know, it is a whole day and an experience for her. So you can see the the natural conflict the business had before if you've got a digital officer that only cares about driving e-com sales. Well, they had the whole digital budget. So there was no digital to drive Store appointments, which is what drove the the bridal experience at David. So, there were a lot of conflicts like that before. So we we basically just got out of the way. We we brought the two teams together. We innovated in ways that served her better and in ways that she wanted. And we started to pivot everything we did around the mobile device, which we were not doing.
0: And, and are, you started right right before COVID, of course, hit. So. As you kind of started, and as you've kind of seen the last few years as they've evolved, if you if you will, that's the word I'll use. Um, what what are the changes that you've seen in, in consumer behavior?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. The one thing we did learn last year is you can't cancel love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: you can have COVID, you can have murder hornets, you can have hurricanes, you can have snow again. Like it doesn't matter. You cannot cancel love, which is amazing for our business, but there There's a few very, very, very specific changes that we saw, and those changes have maintained as the world has opened back up, which is kind of fun and interesting. So I can give you one example of that. We had to shut all of our stores in April of last year, just like everybody else did. And I just you know was sharing with you the experience of coming into a store, is very important to a bride, so we were sitting here going, "Oh my gosh, how are we going to do that with the stores closed? Like, how how do you deliver that emotion without physically being in front of the bride so the bride can actually see, feel, touch this dress? I mean, we've got dresses, Bobby, with eighteen thousand hand sewn beads on it. Like these dresses are works of art, you know. So we were sitting and thinking about it, and they thought. My team said, well, why don't we just build augmented reality solutions so she can actually go to her phone, pick the bridal gown and actually render the bridal gown in the room she's sitting in, in her house. And better yet, let's allow her to walk around the dress virtually as if the dress is physically in front of her. Let her zoom out and see the details of the beading or zoom out and see the beautiful pearl buttons in the background or the bodice or the train. So that's what we did. Uh, You know, we partnered with a a company called vertebrae and we rendered 150 gowns online and the, the, conversion rate on those versus others were multiples higher than the gowns on our website that did not. And of course, I mean, conversion through the store as well, because, you know, they weren't really buying the bridal gowns online. So, I mean, that was something that we thought would only last during COVID, but it was so successful that we've actually expanded the amount of products that we have on, on AR. So that was one of the biggest changes. The second biggest change that we had last year was we were sitting in a meeting and, you know, I asked my team, I said, if we were going to blow the bride's mind, like if we were going to blow their mind, actually just take their breath away, what would we do? And one of the people on my team said, well, we know she's stressed planning a wedding. We know she's under a lot of pressure. She's really trying to figure out how to stretch her budget. Why don't we just give her the honeymoon for free? And that's exactly what we did, Bobby. We launched a loyalty program where the bride gets the points with her purchases, but anybody that goes to her wedding or participates in her wedding that buys at David's Bridal and turns in that bride's cell phone number, the bride gets all of those points. And when she gets 5,000 points, she gets a free honeymoon. And it's never been done before in our industry. And I remember a couple of trade guys were going, "Ha ha! Look at what David did have a loyalty program. What are they going to do? Get married seven times and all come to David?" <laughs> you know. And it, it wasn't like that at all. You know, it was it was much more sophisticated and clever, but yet simple than that. And do you know, Bobby? We are about to launch, We are about to cross over one million members in our loyalty program, and we launched it twelve months ago.
0: Oh, that is so awesome! I mean, uh, people love your loyalty program. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they want to shine bright like a diamond.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, uh, Kelly, as you're as you're thinking about really, you know, some of the you know some of the challenges that you came in, kind of making again not to use buzzwords, and so I won't use omni-channel, but really that online offline customer experience that's been super important. What are some of the key elements that you have adopted, and maybe some things that you're thinking about adopting if there's things on your roadmap?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things that we've done, you know, everything in our store now is fully integrated into the shop, the digital shopping experience. So an example of that is, you know, bridesmaids, there's a lot of fun that bridesmaids have when when shopping, but there's a lot of details they're trying to manage. You know, one is, can I get my dress here on time before the wedding? Can the dress colors match? So, when wedding photographers are taking pictures of us it looks like we all have the same color dress on believe it or not that's actually a big deal that doesn't happen a lot with our competitors you know <clears throat> three you've got bridesmaids that are all different sizes shapes physical silhouettes and so how do i find gowns or or bodices or bottoms of the dresses or skirts or a lines that all fit the bridesmaids Bodies, you know, so they're they're trying to ha- you know, juggle all of those details. So what we did is we created a digital bridesmaid's experience that she can experience in store, and we launched a program called Guaranteed in Stock, which is all product focused, meaning you know you can get these shipped out of our DC in you know seventy two hours whereas bridesmaids used to have six to eight weeks delay. But those two things combined has completely transformed our bridesmaids experience. So now, instead of trying to go from you know sign to sign to sign in a store or have the stylist give her all the details, the bridesmaid simply scans the QR code and downloads right onto her phone all the steps that she needs to take to select the dress that she wants from... The top she wants to the bottom, to the fabrications, to when does she need it. And it's completely transformed how she's buying. And we're seeing the growth in the category that we need to justify the investment.
0: Are there other uh, things that you're thinking about here in the future that you, you want to implement on top of that or other things that you have identified as, as areas that you want to focus on from a technology standpoint?
1: Yeah, we we are seeing, you know, a lot of things on the horizon that we want to do. One of the things that we're really going to be focused on this year is digitally transforming the entire wedding planning process for her. So we already have, you know, vision boards and digital checklists that will automatically send RSVPs for her when, you know, she's sending out an RSVP for her wedding. But we want to take it a few steps further and really integrate the planning process with our loyalty program because right now, diamond is applicable to David's bridal sales. So it's when you buy things from David's bridal proper. But we want to give her more diamond points for the actual process of the wedding planning journey because it's very stressful, you know, like I mentioned earlier. So there's something very exciting coming this year as we pull those two things together in a way that really sort of blows our mind. It takes our breath away. I can't give away too much, but it's something um, incredibly exciting coming.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Kelly, as you're looking at your business and you're looking at, you know, and I love that you're, you're focused on how can I create uh, you know the best experience for, for my my customers, if you will and, uh, and you reference that a lot. So I love that that's kind of the mentality as you're thinking about that because technology is only as good as what you implement that actually works for your customers and actually helps your customers be better, do better, et cetera. And so with that, what gauge do you have on what's the right technology for your business as you kind of morph you know the maybe the organization even forward over the next few years? like what's important to you to, to gauge and judge? as you're making those technology decisions?
1: There's a couple of factors that we look at. You know, unfortunately, we are spending some time and effort and capital getting rid of our tech debt. You know, there there wasn't a lot of focus on that before Jim got here. And, you know, I know that's not the sexy stuff, but I will tell you, spending time building a very strong technical foundation to build all these digital tools off of is incredibly important. So we are continually investing in that. The second thing we needed to do was we, we had to relaunch our website. The website that we had was on very old technology. If I told you some of the code base, you would laugh at me. You'd think I was lying, <laughs> you know, but it was, um, you know, it wasn't stable. And by the way, all these digital tools I was telling you that we implemented during COVID I think we implemented 21. By the way, we also built an app and launched that as well. That was putting pressure on our website. And while the stores were closed, the traffic on our website quintupled. Like, so it was uh, a lot of uh, performance impact to that website. So we needed to relaunch the website. So we, we just launched it and it's in AB, it's live AB testing right now. But when I think about, just as I like putting my technology hat on for a second, there's a couple of things that I want to focus on in the next couple of years as we build out our roadmap. And, And one is I would really love to figure out a way for her to virtually shop in a store without product, but almost like, almost like an AR shopping experience, Bobby. So she puts a headset on and she's in the store and she can see, you know, rows and rows of personalized jackets or decor for her wedding or table settings or floral options. Like I wanna bring that to life in the store that's more than just a QR code on her phone. I actually want to build an AR experience inside our stores because there's so much crossover in the product that she's buying. For example, when she's looking at bridesmaids' dress colors, she's thinking about the floral. Well, wouldn't it be nice to have both of those in the experience simultaneously? The only way I could do that, though, is to virtually bring in floral because I can't have live flowers and all those options in a store at all times. So that's a pretty exciting thing for us to figure out. And the third thing, just from a nerdy tech, tech sort of angle, is I want us to make sure that we build a very solid, what I call like omni-service layer. And that allows us to have all of our systems reuse that code base versus us building this thing over here and this thing over there and these five other things over there, which is what the business was doing before it got here.
0: You talked a little bit about your loyalty program and how it's been hugely successful. What what do you think of the elements are? Well, A, what are the elements that you kind of thought about as you were building that up? But why, why do you think it was also hugely successful the, this, this quickly?
1: Yeah, well, I actually know the answers to that because we just finished our deep dive research with Diamond. And as you, know, as you pointed out, we care a lot about what the customer thinks. So we know what she loves about it. And we also know where we need to improve. I think the number one sort of philosophical reason that people liked it was the fact that it was built around crowdsourcing of her points, meaning she doesn't have to spend all the money to get points. Her family and friends are all spending money at David's and contributing those points to her. One of our honeymoon winners had 32 bridesmaids. 32! Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It was a gigantic wedding, but all of those bridesmaids bought at David's, and they bought from David's all over the country. And so the, there's not another crowdsourced loyalty program out there. So she, she liked that because it got her closer to her honeymoon and she didn't have the pressure of spending all the money ourselves. But when it comes specifically to the research, they love the program, that the program is free. That was the number one thing. There are a lot of loyalty programs that charge ours is free. Two, they love the fact that they have the crowdsourcing component. And three, they love the deals that they get that are member exclusive. The things that we have to improve, though, right now, our free gifts for her start at three thousand points. They want us to find free gifts for them at one thousand points, so they get more free stuff along the way. And that's the biggest piece of feedback we have to go. We have to go figure out.
0: Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. What are some uh, uh, some of the as you have kind of been learning over the last few years? And I know you you have. Such an amazing roster of experience with different different companies. I mean, so, some of the best companies in the United States, if you will. But as you've been kind of uh, over the last few years uh, working at, at David's Bridal, what are some of the um, the trends that you saw that you you identified in your? I know you you publish a Pearl Report. What is uh, what are some of the consumer trends that you identified in that Pearl Report?
1: Yeah, the Pearl Report has ended up being very successful. I mean, we we launched the Pearl Report really to share the data and insights and be that authority for this industry. And we had so much rich data from our Diamond members. You know, we sat back and said, you know what? We're getting so many media requests for insights on this category. Why don't we just publish it publicly every month? We started out every quarter and now it's every month because we've had so many requests. But it's really interesting, you know, things that surprised me in the research, we found out that Bridgerton had a huge effect on styles and trends, you know, (laughs) girls were coming in and saying, hey, I want the high neck and the long sleeves and I wanted the lace and I want the bustle. So Bridgerton did us a lot of yummy favors, if you will. (laughs) We we like (laughs) those impacts, but we can also see, you know, the impacts of, you know, celebrities as they pick gowns, you know, Gwen Stefani. When she got married to Blake Shelton, we started seeing those types of dress trends pop up. But the good news is about our merchants is they are on top of those trends way ahead of those those peaks in our research. And we have the gowns that they're looking for before that spike even happens. So we already had the Bridgerton silhouette, you know, uh, silhouettes. We had the Gwen Stefani type dress. We had those available. So it's really fun when you see the research. You're like, okay, check mark. We have that product. Check mark. We have that one. Um, so it's really helpful.
0: That's awesome. That's really awesome. You know, you talk about customer engagement. You talk about your customers. As you think about that, are there metrics that you hold your team to, or uh, or the organization to, as you think about customer engagement?
1: Yeah, there's two really that drive all the other ones. One is our review score. Then that's an aggregate of every single review that is published about our company publicly. And we always start with reading the ones, which is the worst score. So we read the ones every single morning. And every single morning after we read, we align as an ELT on the actions that we need to take to address that customer. The second measure is the MPS score, and that's really diving down into what we can do better to have, make sure that they recommend us to, to their family and friends. Those two metrics really drive everything we do from a customer advocacy perspective.
0: Got you. As you, uh, of course, outside of David's Bridal, as, you're, as you go, go shopping uh, in the retail world, what are, what are some, uh, you know, some of the best kind of in-location experiences that you've witnessed from other brands?
1: Yeah, I mean, that—that that is a, a really good question. I mean, there are a few brands that I think do a great job, and there's all kinds of different varieties of, of people that I love out in the world that do a good job. I mean, I, I love what McDonald's done around iPad ordering, but it's not just an iPad. It's a gigantic screen that's touch-based, and you get really beautiful photography of the products that they sell. Those are, you know, that's such an expensive thing for retailers to go in and launch. And I just, I think that they've done a a very, very, very good job. The second one I would say is is Porsche. I mean, I I have one, but you know, it's an older one. But dealing with Porsche dealerships now and the way they've integrated their product and the communities they've built up digitally around, you know, questions that people have and how we can modify those cars. I love the community aspect of it, but I love it that it's all digital. Like I I just think they've done a really good job there. And the third example is really Domino's. I just, I love that company. And I think that they've really done a good job. The main thing I love about them is they never stop innovating. And I think that's the number one thing I'm impressed with. Hubris is the worst thing that can happen to people that are successful and they don't do that at all. And I met with their leadership a few years back and I I loved it when I asked them, you know, what motivates you? And they've simply said, there's one thing that motivates us. And that is we want our customers to say constantly, Domino's did what? What did they do? Oh my gosh. Like they have, they want that kind of reaction out of their customers. And so it's a never ending focus on blowing the customers away And, you know, not only am I a gigantic fan of theirs from a a professional standpoint, you know, with five kids, I've bought a lot of pizza in my life. And so (laughs) I love it that the app is so easy to use and I can just hit reorder, you know, and hit yes. And in two clicks, you know, I've got an entire pizza order being delivered to my house. So it's really good tech.
0: Awesome, Kelly. Well, you gave us a wealth of information for our listeners. But before I let you go, uh, I want to ask you, if you could give three pieces of advice to every retailer or restaurant brand out there as they're thinking about their customer journey and changes they need to make or advancements or et cetera, what are are those three pieces of advice?
1: I think what I would say is, you know, hire great people and get the hell out of their way. (laughs) That would be the first one, I think, as I think about what we're trying to do. The second thing I would say is keep believing and keep setting the vision. You know, miracles happen every day and, you know, watching ordinary people do extraordinary things is highly rewarding. And then the third thing is just, you know, take what you do seriously, but not yourself, you know, have fun, laugh at yourself before nobody else does, you know, and uh, it's always easy when the boss laughs at themselves, it just relaxes everybody. And there's, there's a lot of stress in advancing companies and transforming them. And there's a lot of change management involved, you know, and uh, the more you can laugh and have fun, the, the better it'll go.
0: Yeah, makes total sense. I agree with all those. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, thank you, Kelly. Well, again, thanks for sharing some time with us. Uh, you know, during the during the holidays, if you will, that was a wealth of information, and I know our listeners are really going to enjoy this.
1: Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Speak soon. Have a great holiday.
0: You too. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Brick and Mortar Reborn. To find the resources mentioned in the show and detailed show notes, head over to brickandmortarreborn.com. dot com.